Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Last week in rural Arkansas, a 17 year old child named Hunter Britton, who is white, and in part that is going to be central to this story, was shot and killed by police. Hunter was unarmed, nonviolent, broke no laws, yet was still shot and killed by police on contact. It's a grave injustice. And I have questions, questions about the case and questions about how this might impact the way some Americans see police violence. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. One major lesson I've learned over the past few years is that taking care of your mental health is really just as important as your physical health. But mental health resources aren't always accessible. BetterHelp is working to change that. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not even self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist that you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions with, and they are amazing. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Right now, visit betterhelp.com breakdown. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Breakdown listeners get 10% off of their first month at betterhelp.com slash breakdown. Over the course of my career, I have written nearly 2,000 articles about police violence and injustice in America. I've recorded, just here on The Breakdown alone, nearly 500 episodes. And it is a rare, rare occurrence for there to ever be an unarmed, nonviolent, white child shot and killed by police. It's rare. It is 
white people are shot and killed by police. Like, let me just lay that out there. Um, you know, I, I've I've always had a strange beef to say, like, why don't white people complain more about the white people who are killed by police? <laughs> you know, like, why is it that often, even when white people are killed by police, it, it's often still black people and black organizations that are showing up White people are killed by police. The majority of white people who are killed by police are armed. But there are unarmed white people who are killed by police every year, actually. And frequently, they are having a mental health crisis. And that is true of of all people, actually. Um, If an unarmed person is killed by police, depending on the state, in some states, it's up to 50% of unarmed people who are killed by police were having a mental health crisis. In most states, it's lower, but it's a high number no matter what. But it is, I am, I am actually struggling to think of um, many white, unarmed, nonviolent white children who were breaking no laws who were shot and killed by police. Hunter Britton, a 17-year-old boy in rural Arkansas outside of Little Rock, is such a case. It's, it's a horrible case. And, you know, I care. I, I don't want anybody shot and killed by police unless it is completely avoidable. Uh, I mean, completely unavoidable, rather. I, I mean, unless it, it just was... Um, you know, unless someone is is shooting or, um, you know, un- unless it just can't be avoided. I never want this. Not not for even even for armed people. I would rather them have their day in court. I would rather them have their mental health evaluated if there is a way. But my heart breaks for the family of Hunter Britton, a 17 year old in rural Arkansas who from all indications was beloved, who was cherished by his family, by his friends, who was popular. He was an aspiring NASCAR driver. And I know to most listeners of The Breakdown, like that may sound like a stereotype of a country white family. And in some ways it is. I don't even think they would deny that. Um... Hunter was just an everyday white child in rural Arkansas. And last week, he had been working uh, through the day to repair his truck that was, uh, that was broken. And he and a friend of his, a 16-year-old, uh, took the truck. Uh, Hunter, uh, reports say, had to be at work at 6 a.m., And he and his friend had been working through the night to repair the truck so that he could be at work at 6 a.m. And they drove the truck down the road near their house and were pulled over by police immediately. Police have not even said if they were speeding, if they were swerving, like they won't say anything. And in some ways, local police, and this this is surprising, local police are treating the family of Hunter Britton and local friends and and advocates who are showing up to demand justice for this family, they're treating them like they do black families. They're not saying a 
damn thing. Haven't released any body camera footage. Have, haven't given any official explanation. Um, Hunter's friend, uh, whose name I believe is Jordan, who was in the car, uh, was just 16. Hunter was 17. And his friend Jordan said, uh, police said nothing when they shot and killed him. Like, there was no argument. There was no dispute. And because of the repairs that Hunter was still doing on the vehicle, uh, he had a, uh, what looks like either a jug of oil or a jug of antifreeze that he was putting underneath his tire so that the truck would not roll back. And I looked at crime scene photos, and in fact, it's still there. And, um, and his friend said, oh, just suddenly the officer just shot and killed him. And it's just a horrible, horrible injustice. And it was surreal to me. And I see even some people from Arkansas. I wrote an article yesterday. You can go to the Northstar.com and read it. I wrote an article about this yesterday. And, and some, particularly some white people from rural Arkansas commented on there and are frustrated. And I'm okay with that. And I'll tell you why. You know, I, I said on my post that I wondered because they were showing up to protest for, uh, for Hunter Britton at the, at the sheriff's office. And, and they were chanting, no justice, no peace. And I support all of that. I support their protests. I support their chants. I saw heartbroken. I, I included this. If you go to the northstar.com, it's the top post there right now. Um, I saw heartbreaking interviews from, from Hunter's family. And again, my heart goes out to them. And I just asked and wondered, like, has this family, have these people ever cared about police violence before? Or was this their, was, was it visiting them the first time that they cared? And that's not, I have no judgment, none whatsoever. Police violence, and, and truthfully, policing in America is deeply anti-black. And the greater point that I was making in my articles is a point that I still want to make now, is that policing in America is grossly anti-black. And black people and black communities and black families pay a horrible price for anti-black policing all over this country. Not just in 2021, but for generations. And many historians and scholars have talked about the historical connections of modern policing to slave patrols and the like, particularly in the Deep South, but all over the country. And, and what we see in this case is that this anti-black institution that has dehumanized black people and has policed black communities often with a shoot first, ask questions later mentality, if it's not checked, if it's not stopped, if it's not regulated, will not only hurt black people. It, it may specifically, disproportionately target and harm Black people, black families, black communities. And it does relative to populations. African Americans and Native Americans are harmed significantly more than any other community. However, if you don't care, and who knows that th th those 
um, uh, truckers and and that those NASCAR fans that are now protesting for Hunter Britton, and I mean this without hesitation, maybe they had been protesting for George Floyd. We don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is Dr. King's quote remains true, that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And when we don't confront injustice in one place, and that injustice might not impact you. Maybe you see an injustice in Minnesota or, or Colorado or California, and you think, well, I'm not from Minnesota or Colorado or California. Or maybe you see injustice happen in your town, but it doesn't happen to someone who looks like you or someone you know, or someone from your community, be it your physical community or your ethnic or cultural community, just understand that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that injustice that looks like it might not be about you can indeed visit you one day. I'm hearing about the legal team that's forming for the family of Hunter Britton. Um, you know, there was no, no you know, small sense of irony that the NAACP, which stands for the National, Associ- the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP showed up to support the family of Hunter Britton and was really one of the only organizations that showed up. And because they have a history of standing against police violence and they understand that injustice anywhere is a threat against justice everywhere. But there are a lot of complicated racial dynamics here. And I mean, America's, damn America's complicated. On a good day, this place is a complicated mess. On a bad day, police shoot and kill Hunter Britton. You know, that's that's this place. And I don't care if his family or friends or community ever protested police violence. And maybe they did again. Maybe they did. I don't care if they did or not. They didn't deserve this. It's a grave injustice. And I do think that we should stand with that family. I do. He was a child. He did not deserve this. Period. Point blank dot com. And we should not be in the business of just defending people who we guess might share our political affinities. I I don't even think we should be in the business of making judgments on, like I've seen there'd be horrible cases of police violence. And then it turns out that that victim of police violence two years ago uh, made some random horrible decision. Like, no, no, no. I don't care if last week he did something painful or awful, that doesn't mean he then warranted being executed by police. No, that's not what that means. We have to be able to divorce some of our feelings and even some of our politics, or even better, even more sophisticated would be we have to develop a worldview. We have to develop a political stance that gives room for us to defend almost everybody in one case or another. 
listen, I've got to run. Very, very important day for me. I know I say that all the time, but it, it feels that way every day. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Again, please go read my new story about Hunter Britton at thenorthstar.com. Uh, and I embedded maybe half a dozen different videos from on the ground. Super interesting to watch and see. Um, just, just take a look. And if you're not yet a member, please become a member at thenorthstar.com today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings? Investment 101? We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.